is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And welcome into Talkin' Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio here at the Star in Frisco. Rob Phillips. Filling in for Bill Jones, who's got his TV duties on Thursday every week. Mickey Spagnola to my right, Brian brought us across the table, and we've got Caden producing next door. we got an open chair. We should invite somebody in. We do have an open chair <laughs> for the next... i got some good questions for everybody today, if that helps. Let's, yes. I, I bet we'll have good answers. I bet you will. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to answer these questions along with you too, Mickey. So Very good. Don't worry about that. That was my next question. A I, little bar game with all three of us answering <laughs> questions. Don't call it a bar game. Mickey won't play if it's a bar game. <laughs> we'll get to that here yeah, in a little bit. Yeah, We're here for about 45 minutes as usual. If you want yeah. to give us a call, 888-855-2297. Cowboys, back to practice. I assume they're working indoors again. I would imagine yes. with the volume put full blast. Getting ready for that Superdome noise. That's right. And it will be noisy at night. Tony Pollard told us yesterday, he'd never played in the Superdome, by the way, at Memphis. They play Tulane every year, I guess. Yeah. Has never played there, but uh, his teammates told him it's going to be like a playoff environment, so get ready for it. Absolutely. And uh, they're absolutely right. I would expect nothing less from the New Orleans natives. Mm -hmm. Let's, uh, Let's get started with some news of the day. And uh, uh, an interesting, a big name that popped up on the injury report yesterday. Right. What's y'all's update on Amari Cooper? You got anything, Mickey, or anything new? I've got something, but I mean, yeah, I don't know if it's new. I mean, they. he's been dealing with something on that right foot uh, for a while. And it looked like that uh, he, he wasn't doing much early in practice. So it was like, okay, let's go get it checked out as a precautionary measure. They did. They didn't show much of anything. Uh, so I think they just have to kind of get them through practice and uh, get them through the week and be ready to play. I don't think they're nervous that you would be without Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. Yeah, Mickey's absolutely right. I, I just heard there was some soreness in the ankle. It's not the foot, and I heard it's the opposite foot. It's, it's not, the right foot. Yeah, it's not the one he was having problems right. with. So there's this soreness in that ankle, and – I know Coach Garrett said foot and ankle. I, I my guys were pretty specific about it. it's the ankle, right? So he came out of that, and uh, so again soreness dealing with that didn't appear to be anything structurally wrong or anything that, that he had before the tendons or any of that stuff. I'm not a doctor, but but uh, it, 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 like Mickey said, they're they're not at this point worried about it being something that uh, uh, that they're going to have to uh, uh, to take a lot of time with. They're they're going to be very cautious with him. He knows what he has to do. He knows what he has to do in this game. He's going to be vital to what they do in this football game. So uh, that you know, get him, get him ready, get him rested, get him ready to go, and and I'm sure he'll go out there and play well for you. You know, a lot of those uh, guys, uh, and I always remember Bill talking about this. Those those football players that are thoroughbreds, yeah, the guys that are like track stars. Mm-hmm. Anytime they get a little something, they get real finicky. Mm-hmm. 
but I was told that that's not this guy. He he will practice and he will push through things. Yeah. Uh, but there was just some soreness, so it was like, okay, well, yeah, let's give him a break. You know, uh, he doesn't need to be out there doing the skeleton drills and running routes. Seven on and, seven, yeah. Yeah, you know, he doesn't need that. He runs his. All you got to do is look at his touchdown catch. Um, the first one on yeah. the little out, how he planted his feet and cut in and out without losing a step. No yeah. wasted yeah. motion. It was, a, it was a thing of beauty. If somebody was doing a clinic, they ought to get that clip and say, okay, here's how you run the route. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, think he'll be, I think he'll be fine. MRI results were negative, which is positive news. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, the negative positive thing. Yeah. Negative Speci- positive. Especially thinking there, yeah. there's no gallop. I mean, g- goodness gracious, that's, what would that's be the I worst? That's where I was going because you have these two guys, outside receivers with speed, that can get separation. Now, Randall Cobb has played outside before, I think, in Green Bay. Yes, he has. But you're missing two major pieces of your offense. If, if Cooper wasn't able to go, it doesn't sound like that's going to be the case. No, though. I think he'll be ready to go when we – Tee that thing up Sunday night. Anything else pop up from the injury report from yesterday that surprised you? I think it kind of seems like status quo for some of the guys that have been out. Correct. Yeah, but Xavier I think Woods Xavier practice, Woods practice, practicing yeah. on a limited basis, yep. so I think yeah. that's encouraging. And yep. now you got to see how he reacted uh, coming back again uh, today and see what he's able to do. But I think there's a chance that he's he's you know he may be good to go. Yeah, we'll I think, have to see how he reacts. Yeah, I think Mickey's absolutely right about that. I think they wanted to work him in and just talking to some folks uh, in the organization. Uh, Thompson got the uh, the work with the ones yesterday, but they worked uh, they worked Woods in with the two, so he did get actual team work. Yes, mindful it was they called it limited. But he got a good share of work yesterday uh, going forward. So, uh, you know, if he comes back today, comes in, tells everybody, hey, I feel pretty good, let's see what happens. I think they're really happy with what Woods did, uh, excuse me, what Thompson did. So that's, you know, uh, they're going to give him an opportunity. And uh, But today it might be a whole different story. They might say, okay, Xavier, you feel good enough? Or maybe tomorrow might be the day where they say, okay, go out there with the ones and see what you can do. But they're very mindful of these uh, these injuries they have and bringing these guys back. I think it's a lot of credit uh, to Britt Brown, Jim Maurer, and those guys on the staff for what they've been able to do to get these guys uh, healthy and back. And, and short, you know, we were here, you know, Two to four weeks, and you know him. It's been now. It's it's going to be maybe just two weeks. You're absolutely yeah. right because that's yeah. not a fun injury. No, and, and it's no. hard. To, it's hard to give gauge the kid win. give the kid credit too yeah. for 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 being showing toughness and wanting to be out there and play through it. And look, Tavon was in practice on a limited basis, so. If he's practicing, uh, he's got to be out of the concussion protocol. He is practicing, right? yeah. But I just again, that's another one of those questions you ask and you go, "How much did Austin do?" Eh, he was out there, you know. So, and even with with you know, maybe we'll see today if Noah Mari Cooper today practicing, maybe they get Tavon Austin more involved in practice. You know, maybe like I say, it, we'll we'll see. We'll always, we, you know, Mickey. We all ask the right questions, and right. we'll get the right answers, and we'll we'll let everybody know. I mean, if he can just return punts, that would be fine. Yeah, you, you know, and, and Cedric Wilson has done a nice job. Number one, he's caught the ball. Yes. Number two, he caught the ball in a bad situation. Not, I mean, it was a bad punt, the short punt, and yeah. he went up and you very Didn't well let could it let bounce, it bounce, yeah, right? And he went up and caught it. Yeah. Uh, so that was encouraging. And the other thing was is he gets up the field. If he gets five yards, ten yards, yeah. ten yards, is that's a first down. Uh, and he had the one nice return, and it got called back. Sure so, did. Um, sometimes I just think you ought to fair catch every punt and 
try to block it and don't don't try to block for the returner and get a holding call. Yeah. How many times? You think seven out of ten? It seems like it. And the NFL, it is. Yeah, it's it's you, 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 you grown to you know. I always hate when they field the ball inside their own twenty, and then it's half the distance to the goal penalty yeah. all the time. I mean, just better off just letting it just roll out. Maybe it's like it's maybe like get a touch let, let everybody go and yeah. try to block it and call a fair catch. Except yeah. if when you try to block it, you don't run into the, the punter. By yeah. the way, that happens. Holding calls are a thing, as yeah. Tom Brady pointed out. They are a thing. You got Periscope cooking today too. I by do the have way? Periscope. Appreciate everybody out there. Right. I do. I do. Like I say, as we get going here, uh, I do have some questions. I, can I start with a question then? Let's do it. Is that okay? I, and again, I'm going to answer these questions too along with you. I don't think they're too difficult. But, but guys, more concerned? Are you more concerned? Crowd noise or Teddy Bridgewater? Go ahead, Mick. Crowd noise. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's not supposed to matter, right? Right. Well, sometimes it matters. Parking lot, moon, all that stuff. You're saying you're, you're you are worried about the even with a veteran team, Mickey. You're worried a little bit about uh, that situation. I, I just think it, it can get disruptive. And one of the things the Cowboys have done so well is speed up the pace of the game. Right. Go no huddle. Right. Sometimes it's hard to go no huddle if you're if you got so much crowd noise you can't hear. Yeah. Now the other thing is, is if you're hurrying up, maybe the people in the stadium aren't hurrying up with you. Like, right. Oh, we we don't have time to just kind of watch what's going on, and then oh, they're going to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. They gotta finish a play and start cheering again. Yeah. So if you're moving the football, maybe maybe that helps. But that I still think that's one of the best things. That they've, you know, you can call all the pat plays you want in the right order. You can call, you know, in rhythm and come up with nice formations. But the one difference I see is them controlling the pace, especially when they got something rolling. Keep it rolling. I don't know how that that'll work with the crowd noise. The key is to get a score early and take them out of the game. That's mm-hmm. what they did. Yeah, you know, I, know, I know it's a long time ago, but '09. That huge win they had against an unbeaten Saints team. They scored the first couple times down the field. That's that's key as Saints well. Saints didn't have an answer for him that night. No answer for it. I know it's a totally different team. I, I'm going to go Teddy Bridgewater uh, because, I, to Mickey's point, I feel, especially with Travis Frederick back, and this is no knock on Joe Looney, I just have so much confidence in this offensive line with their pre-snap communication. I just don't think that's going to be an issue with this veteran offensive line. Um, I, I know Bridgewater is not Drew Brees. But thank God. But I think he is a veteran quarterback, and he's got a great head coach that's going to put a good game plan together for him. And he's got one full start under his belt this year. And I don't. I know how they play offense, and I know Kamara is is a huge factor in the screen game and all that. But at some point, especially if the Cowboys' offense has success, they're going to have to go vertical and try to make some chunk plays up the field. I think he may be more of a factor than than we think. He may have to be. For them, the question is, can he can he make those plays against his Cowboys? Defense? You know me, I don't like to ride the fence, but I thought both of you gave great answers on that. Me personally, I'm with you on this, Rob. I think a veteran team handles the crowd noise. I do, but it, it, it is intense. And I, I, Mickey again made a very good point about that. The thing with Bridgewater, I think he's going to have to play in this game. I think you know the the, the great again. I, nobody feels sorry for you in this league when you lose players. I mean, the Cowboys. I talked about it last year when the Cowboys. This year when the Cowboys. Played this game against the Saints. They had Fleming, Suofilo, 
and and Joe Looney on that left side of that offensive line. You know, nobody was feeling. No, you go play. That's what you go do. But I think Bridgewater is going to have to play. I do have some concern if, in fact, that they're able uh, to to do some things scheme wise to help him. That 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 would be my concern. But uh, I, I think because if the if the Cowboys didn't have a veteran offense or veteran team that way on offense, I think I, I think handling the crowd in ways would be uh, uh, would be a little bit problematic for them. Okay. Um, my next question is, give me an under-the-radar player for the Cowboys in this game. Give me somebody we're really not talking about too much, but give me an under-the-radar player for the Cowboys that could play a big role in, in their uh, their outcome on Sunday night. Hmm. So Van Der Esch is not under the radar. He is no. not under the radar. No, There's a lot be... of his jerseys for sale. You, you got some, Rob? That's... You got one? <laughs> I got one. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Christian was, Christian Covington. I was no trying tackle. to buy some time to yeah. think. <laughs> Give me Christian Covington because if, if form holds here and there's no Antoine Woods again this week, he's going to get a, a, a lot of snaps inside. Uh, he played through some stuff during the game last week and I thought was pretty active. Big body that can get up the field, and we just talked about it. I mean, this defensive line is depleted, yeah. and they've got to find a way to get some pressure. Yeah. Uh, and Brian's talked about it. This this Saints offensive line is big, they're strong, and they they protect. So give me Covington as part of that D line rotation. You got one now, Mickey? Qu- Quinn's not under the radar. No, no, um, no. <laughs> He's been to two Pro Bowls. And Pollard's not under the radar anymore no, either. Not at all. Right? Really. All right. So my pick would be. And he needs to be over the radar mm-hmm. if they're going to have success defensively. Mm-hmm. It needs to be Anthony Brown. There you go. Because Anthony Brown— Why didn't you is, say in the first place? Because you talked about how important Nickel was I playing know, yesterday. I know, I know. I was and you're not wrong. with you. <laughs> um, you do that way that guy, too much. That guy is in the slot, yeah. and, you know, if, and depending on how they're going to play their defenses— that slot guy is going to be really important, especially against the run. And we've seen him do a nice job at times against the run, coming up and reading the play properly. And with a guy like Kamara in there, then uh, I think that position, unless they're going to change it up and take out, you know, I don't know that you want to take out another linebacker, uh, but in in third and long, they may do that. They may go dime and bring in uh, Jordan Lewis. Did they play a bunch of dime last year? I'm in that to... game? Yeah. Yes, yeah, they yeah, did. There was a lot of Jordan Lewis. That's well, not, Jordan, actually, yeah. not a plays. lot. But he was, you remember, yeah. you looked it up. It eight was eight plays, and, but it was yeah. eight really good plays. Eight yeah. really good plays. All, all right, pluses so there. That's my, that's my pick. Guys, I'm going to go with somebody a little bit different here. And, and this might turn into, I think the Cowboys can move the ball. But if it turns into where they can't move the ball, Chris Jones is going to have to have an, a big game for these guys because it's going to be about trying to get, trying to flip fields, trying to pin the Saints, trying to do these things. This uh, Deontay Harris they have as a punt returner has got a lot of ability, you know. And again, this, the the Seattle game the other day was a great example of how a a touchdown that's not offensively scored can affect a football game. They had a couple of – they had a punt return for a touchdown. They had a fumble return for a touchdown. So I think Chris Jones in this game, if it turns into them, them having to flip field, having to hang it up, having to keep uh, Deontay Harris from uh, making big returns in this game, I think that's a guy that's kind of under the radar. But I expect the Cowboys to be able to move the football in this game. I really, really do. But if it if it doesn't if it doesn't work out that way and they're in a tight tough game where they're fighting for inches and all that, 
keep an eye on uh, Chris Jones. And with that that guy back there, I I don't know if distance is important as where you place the football. Where you place the football. Uh, Kick it out of bounds, pin him on the sideline. Just don't give him uh, an open field. And and conversely, what Brian's talking about, their guy did a heck of a job in Seattle, Morstead, of flipping the field and keeping them back. And, And if you noticed... Which game was it? Was it the it was the Washington game when yeah. they started off? Field position was not in their favor. Not at all. Like the first four or five possessions, they were no further than the twenty yard line. It seemed, yep. and some of them back at the ten. All right, let's grab a quick phone call before we take our first break. Nebby in Silver Spring, Maryland. You're up first on Talking Cowboys today, buddy. Uh, 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 hey guys, listen, I have an under the radar. Po- uh, I'll play put player for for us that that might have to come up big in this game, considering how high I think this game is going to go down to the down to the wire. I think I think uh, Brett 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 Maher could be an under the radar uh, 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 player Absolutely. for us yeah. who might have to come up big, big in this game. No question. And, and, and before I go, I, I just want to say that our critics say that, that we haven't played anybody. Yeah. So I say, let's go to New Orleans, find a way to win, and prove to our critics that we are for real and that we are indeed one of the best teams in football. Take care. Thanks for being patient with me, and have a great week. Thanks, Nebby. Thanks, buddy. You. you know what? Good that message. Was, that was my second choice, Mar. Yeah. Can't have any any easy miss field goals. Yeah. You know, okay, yeah. 55 yards and you hit the upright, sure. I can live with it. But sure. But I don't want to hit the upright from 35 yards. No question. Or 40 yards. Yep. Fair enough. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we've got one caller holding, and we're going to get to more of Brian's questions when we come back on Talking Cowboys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation 
This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the STARS aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. After the Saints game, don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live at AT AT&T Stadium Sunday, October 6th, as they take on the Green Bay Packers. Get your tickets now at DallasCowboys.com. There's really tickets left for that game? According to this sheet, there are. Yeah. Mm. Unless it changes, unless they unless they cut this this liner tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of you know. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah, surprising. Two big time match, a big time matchup tonight, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh. How about he, Philadelphia could be down two and a half in the standings? Is that yeah. must win game, Mick, for Philly? For Philly, yeah. Start off one and three. I know you hate must win, but oh, I, I love must win. <laughs> yeah. This is why. This is exactly it's, why. It's in Green Bay, too, right? It is in Green Bay. Yeah. It is. Have at it, Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Desperate team theory, maybe, Brian. Well, they look like they're going to get Elshon Jeffrey back. They are. So yes, that should sir. help. They are for that. And maybe we'll find a little bit more about the Packers. And, you know, we keep hearing about this improved defense. All right. Yeah. Let's see it. Quarterback's been a little off. Mm. Cal- uh, the Packers, I yeah. think, for like 205, 218. I mean, his last three games have been kind of. Kind of crazy. It's been about the defense. Been man. about the defense there. Hey, Ty checks in on Twitter. Says under the radar player for Cowboy Saints is Connor Williams at left guard. Yeah, this, uh, we got that on the Periscope as well. And some people. Yeah, that that to, that to me. Yeah, Connor Williams is. Have you, it was rankings on the report yesterday. I'm sorry, I didn't look at the Saints. He was limited, limited. with an Achilles. Yeah, that's he's been dealing with that. Gosh, he doesn't need to play. I know that. The only the, the, he's a load. He is a load. Yeah, yeah so I'm tough. assuming Will Clapp is their backup center. Uh, he's the center guard. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then the only other guy other than Breeze that didn't practice was Taquan Smith. There you go. And he's like their third wide receiver. Third wide receiver. Yeah. Clap. Will Clapp. I played with his dad at LSU. Although Did you? Tommy Clapp. Yeah. Although Larry Wofford was limited also. But yeah, he'll play. Offensive linemen are limited. Are going to play. They, they Armstead play. was yeah, limited. They'll play. Don't worry about it. All right. I can't wait to get more to more of your questions, Brian. We got one phone, phone call still sure. holding. Gordon in Rhode Island. You're up next on Top of the Cowboys. What's going on, guys? Hey, Gordon. So, we're here. The uh, this is going to be an easy easy win for the Cowboys. I don't think we're giving our defense enough credit. Okay. Three and out is a stop. A punt is a stop. Sometimes a field goal is considered a stop. You got it. When they march down the field and they can only get three points, that's a stop. And our defense has been doing that. I would love to get more interceptions and more sacks, but I think we got a little spoiled last year. And um, the, the Saints couldn't beat us last year. Hmm. Our offense is potent. There you go. Potent right now. All right. And, and without Drew Brees, I don't see it. You got it. All right, thanks for the call. Hey, M- Will McClay, when he was playing and coaching. Tiny back- State, big opinion. I like it. <laughs> back in the arena ball, that was a stop, a field goal. Stop. Yeah. That was a great stop. Yeah. yeah. Keep him out of the end zone. Um, 
I thought Demarcus Lawrence made a good point. Um, it can't. He's great at quotes, I, by the way. I, <laughs> Always. I, I mentioned it yesterday that their their uh, opponents' third down completion is like twenty some percent. They're second in the league in yeah. in, in third, stops, right? Third down, yeah. Versus, and, and so he was talking about it, and he goes, you know, well, it's effort and uh, how hard we play. He goes, but also he goes. What helps is if the offense is scoring points like that. There you go. It turns the other team. They got to catch up. They get they one dimensional. We know what they're going to do. If it's third and whatever, it's like okay, they're throwing the ball. So his his point was maybe the most important downs were first and second, and then third downs easy if you play well on first and second. And they're they're basically on third down offensively. They're on a historic rate right now of conversions and then defensively too because you don't normally stop people 20 percent of the time yeah and you do not convert 58 percent of your of your uh, uh, third downs on offense here's my segue to a question for you both Woo! give me the cowboys game plan offensively in this one rob phillips give me the saints game plan and then i'll tell you yeah i mean <laughs> That's a tough one because they're they can do pretty much anything they want to do. I'd I'd say run it right at them. I'd say use Zeke, try to pound this thing down and uh, and and try to be multiple. Basically, I mean take <laughs> take what they give you. Yeah. Basically, I mean that I don't know if they need to attack one different way. This defense, this offense is so good at at seeing identifying right now what teams are trying to do to them and then just attack. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I have an answer. I know that's a cop-out. No, it's not, and I ain't copping out. Russell Wilson threw for 406 yards. Mickey's wanting to throw it here. Mickey's going to throw it. Let's go after him. Yeah. Let's not mess around. Mickey's going to throw that ball. Am I wrong? i tell you what, though. They had 515 yards of offense. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on this. Is the Cowboys' best way to play football pass protection or run blocking? Well, I think it's been pass protection so far. Last year it was run blocking. Now it might be pass protection. This is where this is. I like what Mickey's saying. I like it for this reason. I'm making Teddy Bridgewater have to play catch up football. What I saw with the Rams in that game and him having to catch up. You know, if Teddy Bridgewater was playing that game in Houston, the game they played the first game of the season. I don't think he catches up in that game the way Houston was playing. So uh, to me, I'm putting pressure on Teddy Bridgewater to have to score along with me. That's what I'm doing. If I could find a way, yeah, I, I came in this thinking, oh, run the ball, take possessions away from the Saints, be physical, wear them down, you know, use your will, all that stuff. I think it's all really, really good. And then I, I think that you have to, to me, I'm thinking Teddy Bridgewater can't catch up. He's not going to make. Rob, you said it earlier. Yeah, in the show. I guess it goes he's along gonna, with my point earlier. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. He, he's going to have to make throws down yeah. the field. He is averaging. You talk about passes thrown, and it's like he's like one of the worst in the league when yeah. it comes to. I guess my point. I was rambling there. Was was Dak was talking about last week? He got greedy with. Yeah. They had so much success, and they're right at the top of the league in chunk plays, especially right. pass plays. Right. You don't have to force it though. You do have an All Pro back that can wear them down. They're that that they got big two backs. They really can wear yeah. them down. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that. I mean, 
but they can do they they've shown they can do really whatever needs to be done in the passing game. But I I'm with you because I made that point earlier. Yeah, that's can, what I thought. Can the Saints win a shootout against yeah. this team? See, I don't think the Saints. If Drew Brees is in the game, they yeah they they can win a shootout. They yeah, then play, I they, changed they, my answer. Yeah. But with Teddy Bridgewater in this game, I'm with Mickey. I'm I'm putting as much pressure on 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 Teddy Bridgewater to have to make to score. I, I'm 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 making him now. It might cost me an interception, but God, I hope it doesn't cost me the game. Right. But if this game is close and they're you know and the Saints are having some success, run. I mean, I'm I, I think that it, that that it's 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 going to be it could be a bad game for the Cowboys. But if the Cowboys can get in that role, like Mickey says, where they're throwing for, you know. Three, four hundred yards, and then you know, supplementing the run in there, but they're finishing drives. Then I think that's how they. I think that's how they win this football game. You know, a couple things, and I think I, uh, I pointed it out yesterday. I don't remember, but against Seattle, they had two hundred sixty-five yards of offense. That's the fewest yards the Saints have gained in any of the hundred and twenty-eight wins. That Sean, Sean Payton's, Payton's had. That's, yeah. that's fair, but it's okay, not easy now, to play up there. And they, I understand. Their style of defense is they don't give you much, especially I, I, downfield. I, no, well, they sure gave Seattle a lot. And and Lattimore was getting his butt beat. And he's supposed to be the best guy. Yeah. Now, here, here's another I thing. I wouldn't test that animal too much. Here, here's, here's the deal. <laughs> On their own, offensively, they scored 20 points. Sure. Okay? One of those touchdowns was after a fourth down stop, and they got the ball at the Seattle 29-yard line. That's all fair. You're right. Okay, so to me, they basically scored two offensive touchdowns. That's right. That's last week, though. But I don't I mean, care. It's, it is week to week. They're at home. I just expect... That doesn't make Teddy Bridgewater better. It, it, playing more and more and more and being in this offense as a starter could help him. I mean, do you really... Is it fair to say a guy's going to be the exact same every single week? Well, I don't I mean, know. Is I, he going to improve tenfold? I, I just think it's a little dangerous to say he is what he is. They can't do anything that's, that's offensively. Fair. That's fair. Well, I mean, okay. We'll see. How about this? And, 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 and the other thing about Grady, so when you went back and looked at that play, he, he did the right thing. He didn't do it right because he didn't set his feet when he threw that pass that got intercepted. He threw off of one foot. If he had set his feet and thrown the ball, he had two wide receivers behind those Ryan defenders. Said it. He yeah. had too many options. Too many options. He was looking at both receivers. He was looking at both receivers. And, and both had, of them yeah. were open if yeah. he had thrown the ball yeah, far enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, how many more you got, Brian? I, I've got three. You but, got three more? But no, no. If you got stuff going on, go for it. Let's take a quick phone call, then we'll break, and we'll get to your last questions when we come out of the break. Right, okay. Who we got next, Caden? Derek in Ohio? Derek, Derek, are you there? Ohio, are you there? OH, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, OH, uh, yeah, we got a good team down here. Uh, guys, I listen every day. <laughs> I was ready for the I.O., but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm setting you up, man. <laughs> I was setting you up. Uh, Go ahead. I got I love the show. I listen every day, and I got Thank a couple of uh, two quick questions and then uh, a prediction, if that's okay. Go for it. Um, Number one, this is not to derail this, but um, I was really surprised when they moved Lyle Collins from left guard and put him out to right tackle. I did not think that was going to work. Are you surprised to see how well he is flourishing out there? And um, also, remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl um, a couple of years ago? I believe that was when they made the trade for Jay Ajayi. Um, Not that he was a big impact player. I don't even think he's there anymore. But do you see this team kind of – making a big move again. I know they did last year with Amari and kind of sending a message to say, 
hey, we're pushing all the chips in, and uh, we're, we're going for it all. And then for the game, um, I'm tired of hearing about the Eagles. I think this is a changing of the guard. I'm seeing what I've seen in the mid-'90s, like when Green Bay started to take over with uh, Brett Favre. Um, I, I think Dallas goes in there. They throw the ball, and I, I think it's like 35-10. to 10. I think they're just okay. going to wipe them out. Gordon, Thank you guys. Hang on, Gordon. I'm going yeah. to ask you a question about sure. the, the thing about the trade and everything. Yeah. So what position could they improve to the point that it would match what Amari Cooper did for the Cowboys last year? Yes, I uh, and Mickey, I was ready for you because I knew you were going to ask me that. And I, I've been thinking about this. <laughs> okay, it's um compl- honestly, it doesn't have to be a first round pick, but you know, I like Dalton Schultz, but maybe you can upgrade for another guy who can get down the field like Blake Jarwin. That or I always welcome more pass rushers, right? Okay, uh, we don't know if somebody's going to get hurt, so uh, maybe some uh, take a fourth or a fifth or a third or something. Go get another player who's going who's going to give you a shot in the arm again and can, can help this team uh, in january all right hopefully all right fair, all right fair enough good enough man appreciate the call i i just think that the need to make that trade last year was so great that that's why they did it yeah i mean they yeah. look at that wide receiver core was before he no, got no. here oh no you're right and i just don't see another position like that right now that it's just oh if we don't do i mean to answer your question robert quinn's there now yeah how good's Lyle playing? Oh man, that's uh, it, when hands and feet work. He's got a big test this week, though. You know, I wrote about this in the matchups today. You know, yep. with Cam Jordan, he played Cam Jordan. If you go back and watch the game, Cam Jordan got him one time, but again, we got a great sixty-five plays. You know, you're going to have certain breakdowns at certain times. You're not going to win every battle, but the thing that he he can frustrate Cam Jordan. Because he plays, he played with so much patience, and I think that's where we're seeing a different uh, Lyle Collins now. That before he was so anxious to try and hit somebody and be physical and all, but now you see the feet, the hands, and then he's allowing the guy to get to him. Boom, hands work together, stops the guy, keeps him wide. You know all those things where he's not getting overextended, off balance, things like that that he's had problems with before. When he plays with patience, he is a really, really good tackle. tackle, And he can also, like I say, he plays with so much power. Cam Jordan has to know that. Because Cam Jordan's faced him. Cam Jordan has felt that punch. Cam Jordan has felt that head in his chest and drive blocking on the edge, you know? So this will be a really good matchup for them. You know, he talked about that um, Monday night with Brad uh, on the Cowboys Hour. Uh, talking about how he's learned patience. Yeah, because before he was, it was almost like he was trying to attack, and he would yeah. he would get bent over, uh, yes. and then the guy would go right around him because right. he didn't have his balance. He's now, good now he's doing a yep. better job of catching. Well, yep. it's different. What he was explained to me when he first switched was it's that when you're a guard, everything happens a little faster inside. Right, and they're right on you. Right. You got to have a little more patience. Right. handle guys on the edge. All right, let's take our final break. We come back. Uh, more of Brian's questions, and we've got one caller left if we can get to him next on Talking Cowboys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. 
To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep. But please don't. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper Soft Coolers at Otterbox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it upside down like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. You know what else Jack Black has to say? Real men smell real good. That's right. Notes of cardamom, cedarwood, Jupiter, and eucalyptus. Whatever the occasion is, Jack Black offers a fragrant selection with notes that always ring true. Shop now. Free shipping on all $35 orders or more and three free samples on all orders. Go to getjackblack.com. Free shipping. Free shipping. All right, welcome back to Talking Cowboys. Only a few minutes left. Brian, I got a get, question. Let's get to one of your questions. What? What? What's cardamom? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> whatever, it is, whatever it is, it works in this old face. It smells yeah. good. It smells, yeah. Mickey Spagnola, Cowboys need to do this. Cowboys need this to happen for a victory. Need this to happen for a victory. Cowboys we talked need- about this in the break. You weren't thinking about it? No, I was looking for my oh, I guess looking for my ad lib. Cardamom. He was trying to think about cardamom. I got to get cardamom right. You weren't going to get me on eucalyptus either. (laughs) They have to do this. Cowboys need this to happen for a victory. We only got a couple minutes left. I'll go. Yeah, keep thinking. Okay, tackle, tackle, tackle. They drew a tough. It was a tough draw week one. Saquon Barkley. Run defense has been much better last two games. You got to account for Kamara on every single play, and, you, and he is so good after contact, after the catch, on those screens. Be sound on your fits. Keep keep Kamara to less than 100 total yards. Ooh, there we go. If you can do that, you'll win. And you know the other thing I noticed that uh, he scored two touchdowns in the game against Seattle. One running, one on that screen oh, pass. Oh God, screams of beauty. Guess what? Those are his only two touchdowns in the season. Yeah. So if you limit him 
you limit the Saints. And if you limit the Saints, I think the Cowboys can outscore them. Got one, Brian? Got to win on the outside. I think that it's going to come down. Mickey is right. They're going to have to throw the ball. I think they can run the ball. But I think the best way to put pressure on Teddy Bridgewater is to throw and score. That means the guys on the outside. Amari Cooper had a nice game. No Michael Gallup in this game. So that means Cobb, Smith, Wilson, whoever gets opportunities, find a way to win against these corners, especially Eli Apple. All right, Bill from L.A., quickly, you got the final word today on the show. Oh, great. Thank you. Um, I, I think what you got to do to win is on first down, we can't run the ball. I think the Saints like to stop you, uh, stop the run on first down, get you in second along, then play off and rally to the football underneath. Okay. And if we can dink and dunk on first down in the first half, get your five or six yards that way and keep them off balance for what they're thinking in the second half, then you can go back to the run. I just think they're good when they can dictate your second down. No arguments there. Yeah, it's good analysis and, right and there. And here's another thing they have to do. They better be aware they're playing the riverboat gambler. Yeah, Sean Payton will do just about anything. Did yep. in the Super Bowl one year, right? Yeah. And, and he still does. Mm-hmm. He hasn't changed. Uh, ten year, ten seasons later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just be prepared for everything: onside kicks, fakes, uh, end arounds, you name it. He, he'll try it, and he heck he. He's got no problem starting the game off with an onside no, kick. No, he really does So you better be aware of all the situations possible. Mickey's absolutely right. The fact this is a national Sunday night game, Sean Payton lives for this. <laughs> he lives for the, hey, look how smart I am, quarterback or coach approach. Yeah, I love Sean. He and I are friends. But he, he does love the big national stage where he can show everybody how smart he is as a coach. Fair enough. I got a group picture with Sean Payton at a charity thing. And in the picture with Sean was Tony Romo before Tony Romo was Tony Romo. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, it's a great, yeah. Sean yeah. had a big part. Yeah. Sean had a big hand in that. He sure oh, did. Yeah. Uh, pushed, Sean was a good evaluator. Sign him. Yeah, he, uh, it's a great picture, too, by Sean the way. Sean was a good evaluator. I was with him in Philly. Great evaluator of quarterbacks there. All right. A lot of good calls. A lot of good engagement with you guys on social media. Appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. the time. Thanks to Brian, Mickey, Caden. We'll catch you Friday to wrap up the week on Talking Cowboys tomorrow. The break is next. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?